Hello there, welcome to Revelation from the Heart podcast, bringing you timely teaching from the Word of God. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornett. I would love to stay connected with you online. You can visit my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. From there, you can access my social media links as well as join the mailing list and receive updates right to your inbox. Be sure to like my page on Facebook at Paula Cornett Ministries, follow me on Instagram, or subscribe to my YouTube channel, Revelations from the Heart. I am so excited for what the Lord has in store for you today, and I hope that you will be encouraged by today's message. Well, grab your Bible. Let's get into today's episode. Well, hello there. Welcome to this edition of Revelations from the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornett. We are on episode number 56. Well, I trust and I pray that you had a blessed Thanksgiving time with family and giving God thanks. And as always, just want to convey that we as believers, while we set aside that day for Thanksgiving, but we as believers are to have a grateful and a thankful heart every day. And we all have something to be thankful for. God has done so many wonderful things for each and every one of us. Well, I am excited today to have with me two very special guests that I know I'm going to be introducing them to you. This may have been the first time that you've heard of these two. I have with me Angelo and Veronica. And so before I have them share with you, I want to just tell you just a little bit about them. This is a wonderful, powerful couple. They've been married for 29 years. They um, have released their first album in 1992 that was collaborated with Fred Hammond. So these two are powerful, wonderful singers for Jesus Christ. They have won three Dove Awards including the controversial contemporary Black Gospel Song of the Year for their songwriting and performance of God Knows. They have both received honorary doctorates and they teach online vocal training called Master Your Voice. Now, I was thinking about taking this class, but I did not want to make either one of them mad and waste their time. So I figured that I better just stick to podcasting. um, (laughs) They continue to write and produce And they also have an online ministry called Higher Place Church. You can catch them on YouTube. I think it's 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Veronica is an author as well, which she shares her personal testimony of overcoming fear and depression. These two are two precious people in the kingdom of God. And I just thank God for them and welcome to the podcast for the first time. My special guests, Angelo and Veronica. Hello to you too. Hey, hey. Hello. Thank you for having us. Thank you. That, that, that's the end of the podcast. Thank you. I try to leave a little something for you to tell, you know, about yourself. So I'm just very excited to have you both on today. And I just want the listeners to know that these two are the real deal. They are the real deal, just authentic. And I just have been a follower of their ministry. For, oh, gee, I'm kind of dating myself. It's been 20 plus years. Well, I'd say 21 years. And I'll just share quickly with the listeners before I let you guys begin that um, a friend of mine. Five years old? Say, well, uh, see, I'm 42. So I I don't know how I can do quick math sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) See, 97, I was. uh, I'm joking. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I I didn't catch it. Okay. I get it now. (laughs) Um, these two um i heard their cd my friend she would play their cd on the way to school all the time and i I was like who are these who are these people i just love the sound i love the the words to the song and so um she was like this angela veronica you ain't never heard of them i'm like no i haven't so i went out bought the cd and was jamming in my room daily to the CD. And I was following along with Veronica. I was Veronica's voice in my head, but definitely not in my sound. So, um, but I thank God for them. <laughs> in fact, it was the God Knows CD. And so just a very powerful, powerful uh, CD. Um, I still listen to it to this day. So I just want to first begin by um, having 
Veronica share her personal testimony, and then Angelo's going to share his personal testimony, and then we're going to get into some things to share with you uh, after they do that. So, Veronica, you can go right on ahead and greet the people. Yes, yes. Well, I want to say thank you so much for having us. Yeah. It is such an honor to uh, anytime when people ask you to uh, to do something like this, and so uh, we're we're glad to do it because. Uh, Especially, you know, everywhere I go, I, I like to share my testimony. So thank you so much for, for asking. You're welcome. Um, so for me, and I wrote a book called How I Made It Out Alive, um, because my battle uh, has been with uh, the spirit of fear and depression. And a depression so great that it almost led to ending my life. Mm -hmm. So so just to... Um, just to tell you a little bit of my story, um, 24 years ago, because our son is 24 years old. And so that's kind of how I remember um, how long ago it was. Um, we had, uh, everything was seemingly going well in our ministry and our music. As you mentioned, we, we won Dove Awards. We traveled the world. Uh, we were doing what we, um, uh, achieving our dreams, so to speak. And um, everything was seemingly going well in our ministry and our music. Uh, we were on tour, um, doing everything kind of that we were told, you know, um, that we should uh, want to achieve as singers. And uh, I remember we moved into we moved to a new city, a beautiful home, big, uh, big home, a beautiful home. And uh, I just had we had just had our son, uh, our our first one, and so he was about five or six months old. And um, Angelo that day took him out, you know, and, you know, to give, to give me a break. And uh, again, everything is seemingly going the, as planned, you know. And uh, that day when my husband took my son out and I was home alone, I planned to take my life. Mm -hmm. um, I heard voices telling me, you are not a good wife. You are not a good mother. You are not a good Christian. And you'd be doing more harm than good by staying in the world and that I should take my life. I mean, it was just um, uh, in my song, Made It Out Alive, I describe death closing in on me. It was just a spirit of death because just to back it up a little bit, um, I had a spirit of fear from the time I was a child. I was fearful of everything. I never, never thought that I could become a singer or even speak publicly what I'm doing, you know, what I'm doing with you right now. Yeah. I did not even have an ability to say that to even, even verbalize what, uh, what I was going through. Um, but God has now, you know, I've been able to break free, you know, through Christ Jesus yeah. from the spirit of fear. Um, and the Bible also says, uh, anxiety in the heart of a man causes depression. So fear and depression, I mean, sorry, fear and anxiety turn into depression. And so I had a real, um, tumultuous relationship with my dad growing up. And that really, really affected the way I felt about myself. So very, very low self-esteem, uh, very, very much struggling with fear and insecurity. So, and, and that always kind of got in the way of, of me uh, achieving my dreams again, so to speak. And, and, my, and my dream has changed since then, but I'll talk about that more. <laughs> um, so, so at that very moment, I was just surrounded what, by now what I know was the spirit of heaviness, the spirit of fear, um, just these voices lying to me, lying to me, lying to me. And um, I, I was just about to take my life. Mm. I was about to commit suicide because I really thought that that was the right thing to do, honestly. I really thought I was not worthy to live, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, th thankfully my husband and my son, they came home and it was like the spirit of the Lord just arrested me in that very moment. And uh, it's just the presence of the Lord and my, fa my family, you know, thank God that they walked in and I just woke up just for a moment. 
and um, God just saved my life just in the nick of time, you know, just when we were at the pinnacle of, of our so-called success, which was really not success at all, you know? Um, and we talk about that more, how some, sometimes these, uh, these achievements in life are not gonna fulfill us and they're very counterfeit, you know, to what God really has for us. Yes. So, so, I mean, I saw that the things that I thought would make me happy were not, you know? And after that time, I realized I, I wanted to change and I did not know how. I did not know how to get out of this depression. I didn't know how to escape from fear. I, I, I didn't know how to do it, but now I was starting to detect it, okay? Mm -hmm. And I remember sitting in church and the, all I heard the preacher say that morning was, when you read the Bible, read it out loud. Well, I had never done that growing up uh, as, as a Catholic, you know, you, you don't even read the Bible at all, you know, as a Catholic. So, but, so I started uh, reading my Bible differently and I started um, just, I just started highlighting scriptures. Uh, somebody had given me a promise book that kind of, you know, groups up, uh, you know, the scriptures by subject. And I really liked that. And I was like, okay, you know, here, here I have, I have, I've got this condition, I've got this problem, I've got, I need to overcome this. And I started highlighting scriptures, um, such as um, 2 Timothy 1.7, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a power and of love and of a sound mind. So that was the first time that I started realizing, oh my gosh, fear is a spirit. And this thing has been coming after me all of my life, all of my life, okay? And tormenting me. Okay. And so, and, and scriptures such as uh, Psalm 139, 14, I am fearfully and wonderfully made marvelous are his works. And that's something that I could not, could not wrap my brain around, you know, but as you start speaking the word and, and praying it and doing it, most of all, then you, you, you believe it. You, you begin to believe God's word for you. So I, I needed desperately to know that that was fearfully and wonderfully made by God. And, um, and Jeremiah 29, 11 for, uh, God knows the plans that he has for us plans for welfare, not for calamity to give us a future and a hope. Because in that very moment, I did not feel I had a future and there was no hope in sight. Mm -hmm. It was so dark and so dim. So I understand what people are going through right now in this nation because there is a spirit of fear on, in this world like never before. And it's fear and lies that make the heart sad. And it brings you all the way down um, to where the enemy wants you. And I was right where the enemy wanted me, but God in his great mercy yeah, yeah. began to lift me out of that pit of despair. And this, this, uh, this torment and this prison that, that the enemy had made for me. And he was, God was making me free by the truth of his word. Amen. And he's absolutely changed my life and is still changing my life. It's, I mean, we're always a work in progress, but now it's like I'm overcoming and I'm just starting to see the fruit of it you know, which is so exciting. And that's why it's so important to not grow weary in doing good, you know, for in due season, we will reap. Okay. If we do not lose heart and we'll see the fruit of that. I'm seeing the fruit of that now that, um, the, the fruit of joy and peace, you know, the things that, the things that I really always wanted now are coming to pass. And that's, you know what? That's my success story. <laughs> it is, you know, that's our success story. And um, so it's, it's exciting. So, and I love to share this because I want to give others hope who are walking in fear, who are walking in depression, who are constantly bombarded with suicidal thoughts. That's a very real thing because we have a very real enemy. Mm -hmm. But God shows us 
how to defeat the enemy with spiritual weapons of warfare. And one of those things is the word of God. That is our sword. And that's how we can cut through all the lies and cut the enemy down to size. So that's what I've been doing (laughs) for 24 years now. You know, and um, so, yeah, so that's, that's my testimony and God has lifted this, this ugly, uh, this dark cloud that I had on my life, all my life um, up until now and has lifted it off of my life. And now it's like, I can see clearly and I can feel good about myself and, and I can see clearly who God is. Mm. that's and that's so exciting every day when I open his word it's like wow God this is who you are Jesus said my words are spirit and they are life so Mm -hmm. it's our life if if the word of God isn't your lifeline come on now then you you're missing something that's right you're missing something and you're you're in you're in a boat and you're in a sinking ship you know and so I don't want my soul to perish. I had to repent of a lot of things, you know, um, and uh, God has, God has turned me around and he really has revived us about seven years ago, really revived us, reignited us, you know, and really it was, it's just through a personal, a personal relationship with him. So we're very, very excited. Yep to share what God has done because he really, he really is. He's, he's, he's our great God and he's still good. And even with all the awful things that are going on now, he is a great God. Yes, he He is a great God. And, and we have received so much favor in even just the most awful times. So Mm -hmm. we're, we're just thankful. Amen. Amen. Really, really thankful. Well, thank you for sharing that powerful testimony of how you overcame because we are overcomers, right? Yes. We live, yes. overcome day by day. We overcome so much. So Angelo, will you go on and share with us really quickly uh, your personal testimony? I want to start with scripture in Matthew 24, 3. Now he sat on the Mount of Olives. The disciples came to him privately saying, tell us. When will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming to the end of the age? That's what the disciples asked Jesus. Mm-hmm. And Jesus answered and said to them, take heed. Take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many, many, not some, not three, not four, many. We're in a time where fun and games are over. Church playing games are over. People's lives are are in peril. They're They're in a downward spiral. The enemies come to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus' word is true. His life, his, Jesus come to, and get, come to give life and that more abundantly. Mm-hmm. He is the great shepherd. And he lays his life down for the sheep. People, we need to wake up from what's really the crux of what's going on. And we have taken Jesus out of context. We have, we have taken wow. his word completely out of context we haven't rightfully divided his word and spirit and truth no what we've done is we've we've taken scripture and applied it to what we think that's what god has for us and jesus said right there take heed let no man deceive you and what do we do we watch television we listen to these fake preachers and we buy into the system we buy into the lies and then we wonder why our lives are not where they're supposed to be with Christ because we're not paying attention to the words of Christ. Mm-hmm. Jesus was of no reputation 
He wasn't a superstar. Right. He didn't have hits on the Billboard charts. He didn't, he wasn't, you know what? People came to hear him preach because they wanted to see the miracles. They didn't want to hear the truth. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to, they didn't want to hear, they, like these gospel singers that I know, they don't want to, they don't want to speak the truth. They don't want to know the truth because they don't know the truth. The Bible says you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. Amen. What's no known God? No, not knowing about him. No, yeah. knowing him. Knowing him. Know him intimately for yourself. And the only way you can do that is be in the word. And most of these gospel singers that I know, they've never even opened the Bible. <laughs> the only Bible that they got is from their fake preachers that they, and I know that from a testimony from my own life. I'm speaking out of experience. I'm not speaking out of tearing somebody down. I'm just telling you the way it is. Most of these singers, their biblical knowledge is what the preacher preached. I would go to church week after week after week after week after I got saved and heard the preacher preach. And I would use their words as the Bible. I wouldn't open the Bible. Why would I do that? When I had a preacher to preach it to me. You better open that Bible for yourself. That's right. Because when you open that Bible for yourself, all of a sudden, the things that you thought were Christian are not. Because you don't you don't know the truth. But when you know the truth and, and the word is speaking to you and showing you in his word who he is, like he said to the disciples, okay, all of a sudden the light comes on. I got saved. When I was a, I was a musician in nightclubs for for a long time for thirty years since, since I was thirteen years old because my dad got sick and I had to make a living for my family the little money that you know that I made you know and uh, so but I did that and my mom and dad got I'm gonna go quickly my mom and dad got saved and I remember my mother playing gospel music. And you have to understand, I came from from literally white world. I mean, my town had one black family in, in the whole town. I mean, I grew up in the projects. Then my mother and father, you know, uh, spun the spun. You know, they they just risked it all and went out to the mid, you know, the uh, middle America, bought a house where they couldn't afford, like most people do, and 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 uh, I grew up. In this in, the, in white world basically but my but my whole life was music and it was it wasn't just white people I mean we had black black brothers and sisters living in my house okay when I was young when I was a young musician because that was the music my dad was a jazz musician he wasn't in white world it wasn't it wasn't about you know the white man and the, the white privilege and all that it wasn't about that okay but but so I grew. I didn't grow up with ignorance. I didn't grow up, and this was before I was a Christian. I never understood racism until I got into church. That's when racism reared its ugly head. Not in the world. I go to work every day, pretty much. You know what? I don't see the racism. I don't see it. I hug my black brothers when I go to work. These people aren't even saved. They love me. They love me. They're not, they're not going, oh, here, here comes Whitey. He's going to give me a hug. No. That's only in church. See, you've been, we've been taught a lie. That's what we've been taught. And we bought into the system. But when you don't, when you open the word of God and God speaks to you, okay, all of a sudden the light comes on because he is the light, okay, that overcame the world. Jesus is. Okay, so so when he when, when he shows you in his word, first John 4 20 says, How can you possibly love me when you've never seen me, but you hate your black brother because he's black? The Bible calls you a liar. Here's your racism message right there. End of story. Okay, and then you don't even obey the first command, greatest commandment of all, which is love your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. How can you possibly love a God who you've never seen, but you hate Angelo because he's white? 
I, I didn't want to go down this racial thing, but that's what we deal with. We're so divided in the body of Christ. We don't understand the true love of God. It's the love, the love of God is goes beyond your 1% DNA skin color. It goes beyond your culture, it goes beyond where you live, it goes beyond your where you, you live in the hood or you don't live in the hood. It goes be way beyond all that. When I grew up, and I didn't grow up with that ignorance, and I praise God, my parents were not ignorant, and they didn't hate. They didn't understand that word, because hate is of the devil. It's not of God. You can't, Jesus said, love your enemies. I had to deal with that just not too long ago. I'm like, love my enemies. Why? Jesus said, because I told you, either you obey me or you don't. If you say you love me, you'll obey me. But I got saved, and my mother brought home this artist. It's, I'm going to show you the power of God. This artist, this was, this was like 15 years before I even met this gentleman. Okay? I'm not going to mention his name because it's too disturbing to me. But the music touched my heart. It did. It was, it was a black artist. And it, to me, it was power. I could, I never heard gospel music. But when I heard the singer, it, it, it touched my heart. And I didn't know until just recently what God was showing me through this experience with music that even though he used this person, and I'm gonna to go to Veronica's testimony real quick, where Veronica heard the preacher preach that word, you know, speak it out loud, which yeah. is powerful. This guy's one of the biggest imposters I know, trying to divide our marriage. But see, God will use the foolish things to confound the wise. He will use what we think is so perverse and twisted sometimes, and he'll use that person in spite of them. In spite of them, yeah. That's what this person did in the music for me. Because I look so much to this person mm. as, wow, God's using this person to touch my life and change my life. No, no. Jesus is, wait a minute. Yeah. Who's giving, who are you giving glory to, yeah. Angelo? Amen. You're giving it to this artist, God this recording artist, who's not even walking with me, who don't even know me, and you're giving him honor and you're blessing him with, 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 with glory? Excuse me, I'm not sharing my glory with him, Amen. you, or anybody else. That's right. Excuse me, I am the Lord, okay. your God. Okay? So that I had to get that in line in my own life. Yeah, good. So it's, good. it's like... Not create idols. Right, and now, now yeah. you have to understand now, here I am in this little white world, listening to this music. This is 15 years before I met Veronica or anything. I meet, so finally... Come to meet my wife. I, I, I get saved. And I'm, and well, I say I'm saved. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what we do. There's a difference. Tell the world, oh, I'm saved. Really? <laughs> never read the, never opened the Bible. Wow. <laughs> never opened the Bible, but you're saved. Right. Just wow. like, just like Kanye's yeah. wife said, no prayer, no sermon, no word. That's our church. That's the model of Kanye West's church. No prayer, no sermon, no word. How in the world are you a Christian, Kanye? That's right. Get saved. Come on, man. Stop the stupid Christians. Wake up. These people are lying. Just what I said in Matthew 24, 4. Jesus said, take heed. In other words, wake up. I'm telling you, don't let man deceive you. I don't care. Any man, every man is capable of lying, but God isn't. That's right. So what happened was, so now um, this, I meet Veronica. Mm -hmm. Ba ba I'm, I'm trying to move fast because it's a long story, but she is the biggest blessing. The Bible says, when you find a wife, you find a good thing. Well, I found the best thing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to enhance what the Bible says mm -hmm. because my wife really made me the man I am today. She did. She challenged my faith by her walk with Christ, by her being in the word, by her being diligent.
So I see my wife and I'm like, wait a minute, Angelo, you're the man. What kind of man are you? You don't even open the Bible. What? You, you say you love your wife and you say you love God and yet, yet you don't want to read my word? Come on, man. What kind of believer are you? You're a fake. So I had to look at my own, my own life, my own picture. Say, okay, Angelo, get, get this in order. And that's what God's doing in our lives right now. And so it took 62 years to get to that point. But so what? It's, I'd rather be, I'd, if it was 100, if God kept me alive just so that I could see these things come to pass for my life, then it would mean something beyond the music, the singing, the touring, the traveling, all that nonsense that amounted to nothing to me. Because mm -hmm. we can brag or boast about nothing okay just like paul said he said he, he says i can boast of nothing only in christ <laughs> on that road to damascus when, when paul had that dramatic change that god touched his life i mean that's powerful mm -hmm. how can we deny the power of god and what paul what god spoke into paul's life and what paul gave us in the word of god and we we diminish it all because we just enjoy sin so much I'm going to tell you something. It's, it's a new day for us if we just wake up. Jesus was of no reputation. He wasn't a superstar. He came to save the world. He laid his life down in human flesh for you and me. That's what he did. And when you read the word and you study the word and you open it, and God opens up who he really is to you. It's life changing. You will no longer be in yourself. You will no longer be thinking self-thoughts. You will no longer be thinking signs of suicide. You will no longer have fear and intimidation because you're being filled with the power and there's power in God's word. Amen. So I, you know, so, so here I am, 15 ladies, my wife and I, we get, we get married. Now who can do this for God, right? He used the artist that I first heard as a Christian and here I am in his house producing music with this person. Who can do that in Detroit? Take little white boy, little Puerto Rican girl, brings to Detroit in the hood. We're doing the music with this person. Now, I thought it was because this person was the most talented, most anointed, most appointed, and that we were, were going we to connect with this person, and, and I've known this person for 30 years now, but as the years go by, God shows you, you've been idolizing this person. You've been worshiping this person. Wow. You're not worshiping me. Wow. You're worshiping him. Hmm. And then when he showed me who he was, it was, that was very disturbing. Hmm. That, was a, that was something that I had to deal with. And for the past three years, I've been texting and going back and forth with this person, ministering to this person who's in the divine nine, who's part of the, 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 this culture of secrecy. Jesus did nothing in secret. That's right. In fact, he said in Matthew 5, 33, pledge no oaths or swear no oaths to any God, not even the son of man. And what we do as Christians, we, align, we, we become Alpha Kappa Phi's size, whatever it is, and we, and we become part of fraternities and sororities and think it's okay. I minister to people all the time at my work, and, and they tell me, oh, I'm Alpha Kappa. I, I go, really? I go, then so you're not a Christian then? Oh, yeah, I am. No, you're not. See, they, these, 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 so these, these fraternities don't tell you what you're part of. They don't tell you. They just tell you the good things that they, they're going to do for you. They don't tell you where it's leading you. Okay, so this these artists that I know happen to be part of those things. And here I am thinking that they're Christian. All these years, I thought, wow, these, this is a powerful believer. They're, they're, they're traveling the world. They're ministering the gospel. No, you know what? Out of his mouth, he said, it's a job, Angelo. Mm. Out of this artist's mouth. He said, it's a job. And it hit me. Because by this time, I'm in the Word. I'm like, no, 
The gifts and calling of God are irrevocable without reproach. Nowhere does it say the gifts and jobs of God. Paul had a job. Jesus had a job. You go get a job. It's the calling. The calling is your is what you're called to preach the gospel to the world. Now, whether it be singing, whether it be speaking, and there's a lot of wonderful, wonderful people. I don't know them personally, but there are there are people out there that that do preach the truth. And truth hurts. Let me tell you something, sister. That's right. That's right. Truth hurts. Truth will. Yeah. Oh. Question. I'm sorry. So, so, <laughs> so that that's my life, basically. He's full. And, and He's full. He's put it. I mean, we don't have four and a half hours. But what you're saying, it is it is so true. It is so true. And I don't know, but it seems like within probably like the last couple of years, even though these things have been around, they have been so secret that it's almost as if like that stuff is kind of coming to the surface. And it's kind of, I know for me, it's beginning to make sense. And things are beginning to like, ah, okay. And, you know, just like with, with all yeah. that happened with the, 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 the election, and I don't want to be political or anything like that, but I couldn't understand. It was as plain as day to see. And I, I was so shocked at how many people could not discern what was going on that many people put uh, their race over religion or they put you know their skin color over the culture and we as believers are not supposed to have hate in our heart for anybody i don't care you know who they are and so to me like Amen. what it did is it brought to the surface what Amen. was really in the hearts of people some people that i thought were just like you like awesome christians and i realized oh my goodness they're a racist or oh my goodness you know they're this and they're that and the thing is is that um and I, and I want to touch on this, that uh, when I think about the book of Revelation, hmm. and as, as uh, Jesus addressed those churches, one of the churches, Sardis, um, he said to this church, you know, they were like a wealthy church. They looked from the outside, they looked like they had it going on. But Jesus said to them, you look alive, but you're dead. So see, sometimes what Jesus sees is not what man sees. You know, so what 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 Jesus, he's the he's the compass. He's the one that says, you know, this is what I see. What what others may see is that, oh, you only got five people. But what Jesus sees, but you're making an impact, you know, far beyond what what anybody else ever sees. And um, also in the book of Revelation, the church of Pergamum was a church that was compromising. And it's interesting to note that Jesus said that I will come to you quickly. And he talks about the sword of his mouth. Like he's going to deal with this quickly because Jesus hates compromise. He hates compromise right. because Amen. it snuffs yep. out the power of the Holy Spirit. And so I want you to, to just touch on because you had a, a, a point in your life where you had to choose not to compromise it. If you compromise, it meant right. that you might have fame or you might have a whole lot of money but to not compromise means that you know you might not have a, you're not going to have all of that and so i want you guys just to kind of talk about that just for a moment where you came to that point well, you had to make that decision I, I want to put a button on what i was saying about this artist and i just want to say this real quick i have confronted this person over and over and jesus took me to luke 13 3 and i kept saying to him repent or perish mm -hmm. repent or perish you know you know what if you're a public figure Okay, I don't care. There's many, many public figures that are living different lifestyles that won't come out and tell you what they are. Right. They'll lie to you and tell you. I mean, there's gospel singers that are homosexual. People don't believe that. People not, do not believe that, but it's the truth. No, it is absolute truth. It's the truth. And you know what? You listen to that music, you're getting that spirit on you. That's right. Okay. And that endorsement on you. Okay. No. And, you know, what this one, what this one singer kept calling me was a judger. You're a judge, Angelo. I go, excuse me. We are called to judge. God judges those outside the walls. We're to judge those inside, not hypocritically, but righteously. Mm -hmm. Okay. In other words, if I'm living 
a lie, if I'm a homosexual, or if I'm a, an adulterer, if I'm living in sin or any kind of sexual uh, iniquity, then I have no business to confront you on those issues. But when I know you're living that way, and I'm your brother, I'm supposed to love you, right? That's What's right. loving you? Loving you is telling, telling you the you truth. That's right. So, no, it's not, it's not to, to expose you or to right. diminish you or make you feel bad. No, it's to change so that God can change your life. Right. So just very quickly to answer your question about compromise, um, this is something that we experience uh, within the music industry. Um, quite, you know, quite a few years ago now, um, and we had that uh, carrot dangled in front of us, so to speak. And uh, and I, I actually talk about this in how I made it out of life book, mm -hmm. where we were approached by a gentleman. Um, from a secular label. And this was right right at the time where you were listening to us. Oh, wow. Um, you mentioned uh, God Knows. Mm -hmm. You mentioned the song God Knows. And, uh, but we also had um, a couple songs because we always sang love songs as a married couple, you know, and we still do. So this person wanted to capitalize off of that. Mm. But I remember this meeting that we were in and um oh man I, I just i don't even remember all of what he was saying but i remember the 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 gist of it and basically he he was saying you know i i want you to uh you know sing love songs yeah. but you will not no longer be able to sing about jesus that's right and that was made very clear mm -hmm. very clear you know crystal clear and um and uh, and I just remember just this uh, this evil emanating from this person, this arrogance, and this evil, and it was like, oh my gosh! Well, explain. This is one of the most powerful guys in the record industry. We're not talking about some gospel uh, following after the world executive. We're talking one of the secular, most powerful. Secular, yeah. A very powerful very person powerful. at the time, yeah. Yeah, and so he made it very clear to us that we would have to compromise because right. this is what, see, this is what people don't know. That's what deals are all about. That's what record deals are all about. Yes. All about compromise. Yeah, and the, and the more you get to the top the more you of the ladder and to the top of success, the more you have to compromise. That's right. This is why we try to tell people, look, the people you look up to, okay, wow. Wow. are not who you think they are. Oh, they're oh, just, boy. they're not who you think they are. So really, really take another look wow. and listen very closely and spiritually, okay? Yeah. Yeah. And I understand that music is something that, um, that, that you enjoy in your flesh, but it also affects your spirit. And it's a very, very powerful thing. So, so that day it was, it was made so clear to me that this, this, this man was, was just evil. And it was like, there's no way I'm working with this person. And we, that day we turned down that deal and we walked away, yeah. you know, from this, from yeah. this secular, yeah. opportunity which we had i mean we were trained up in in secular music to yeah. be secular singers so we walked Stars away from what we had trained had trained to do all of our lives yeah. and we walked we walked away from that we were like that that is i mean i, I just remember that feeling and that presence of evil so clearly in that office one mm. day, that one day that it's like I look I look back at that I'm like oh my god thank you god for and that's why I say you know when you say people haven't heard of Angela and Veronica okay that was our opportunity to be heard all over the world and to be known all over the world that's right and we walked away from it and you know what that's why I say god has protected us that's right yes so yeah and compromise and complacency that's what it's all about in the music industry, yeah. okay? Yeah. Because here you go, 
no no prayer, no sermon, no word, right? Mm -hmm. Leads to compromise, complacency, and sin. Hmm. So that's what those that's where that will get you. But when you're in God's word and you're in God's presence, and I'm not talking about going to church, I'm talking about in your time with the Lord. That's right, yes. Daily, daily, right? Personal. When you're in yes. the word, all of a sudden, things start to change around you. You're, and you think it's you. No, it's not you. It's God telling you, I can't, you can't compromise my word. That's right. You're not compromising. In fact, Ephesians 5.11 says, do not partake in unfruitful works of darkness. So in other words, if Angelo Veronica had signed that record deal with that major label and did all the things that they told us to do, we would have been partaking in unfruitful works of darkness mm -hmm. rather than exposing them. That's right. That's what Paul said. He said, we need to expose that. So when, when, when we talk about other artists, when we talk about preachers, it's, we're called to expose you. That's right. That's right. Come on, man. Don't don't. Go. Why you go? Like, you know, all their fans get all up in an uproar. Oh, you're they're talking about this guy. They're talking. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wait, have you read your Bible? Yeah. Jesus said, "Have you not read?" Yeah. Yeah. In other words, because don't don't come to don't come to us saying you blaming us yeah. or or beating us up because we're telling you the truth. Because God wants to lead and see. See, here's the thing is that we are in the end times. You were talking about the book of Revelation. We're yes, in the end yes, times. God yes. wants to lead his people out of idolatry. Yes. Bingo. So we have to stop idolizing Bingo. these creatures, singers. these singers, these celebrities, because God wants us to worship him and yes. him alone. The first and greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind soul and strength you know it's funny because i, I listen to this music and there's one artist that i know personally i produced on his record and he, and he wrote a song that every church in america sings in fact he just did a new video on it and and, and he's singing the song and the song was written by an atheist and by him who's a known adulterer who's had many many wives many children from outside. and here we do in church Oh, but his life is no. He's never repented publicly. If you're a if you're a public figure, right? Yeah. If you mess up, you gotta. You need to publicly. That's right. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm sorry, God. No, that's nice and all. That's fleshly sorrow. I'm talking about repenting. Are you Turn from the wicked that's right. way. That's right. Stop your music. Sit down and get saved again. Yes. Yes. Okay. And then come out and say, yeah. I repent. This yeah. is, here's, my new, here's my testimony. Yeah, because that's what we did seven years ago. Yeah. We repented. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. We started reading the Bible all over again. That's right. Like we never read it before. That's right. And that's how God has reignited us, revived us. Yep. Yeah. Through the gospel, through the true gospel of Jesus Christ yes. Yes. that we never heard here in the United States of America. Wow. You understand? So Christians need to read the Bible for themselves. Go over the gospel. We went back to the God. That's that's the mm. title of the new album, Back yeah. to the Gospel. Yeah. Back to the simplicity of the gospel Simplicity. of Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ died for our sins, Come on, girl. was buried and rose again yeah. on the third day. Yeah. Nothing added or subtracted to that. No, you know, no fancy stories. You know right. what? The, the straight it. ahead gospel of Jesus Christ. On, and that's what saves our souls. Amen. Because if we uh, receive a false gospel, then we're a false convert. And that's how, and that's how we felt after our experience in singing in, in, in a lot of these churches yeah. and in, in our experience in the music industry, we felt like, wow, we're false converts. So when Angelo speaks about false ministers, he's, we're speaking from experience, well, Jesus you know, and we had it. to start all over again. And that's what I recommend yeah. to every single Christian just start all over again because God gives us that opportunity. 
and he makes all things new and he makes us a new creation in Christ Jesus. And you said, Veronica, man, Jesus said many, many. What does that mean, many? What's many to you? Lot. A whole lot. Yeah. A whole lot of folk. What you think is Christian, see, is not Christian. So I hope you can use some of this yeah. interview. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Look, this what I, was gonna say. I was going to say this, that um, a lot of times what I found when I would go and minister in churches, different churches, it was shocking to me how much the people did not know the word. I mean, basic oh. stuff, basic oh. stuff. Basic stuff. Oh. The, yeah. about basic the Holy Spirit stuff. So nothing about the Holy basic stuff. And basic I'm like, stuff. what oh, is the Look. What is yeah. it teaching? Yeah, what? we we know? are in a, in a place in in the church age mm. where Christians don't even know what sin is. They no. don't even know that sexual immorality is wrong. Wow. They don't even know no, that idolatry don't. is wrong. No, they don't. The they don't. simplicity of the gospel. And the fundamentals, wow. we don't we don't even know. Yeah, That's where we are. are in the age of information that we are yeah. in, that we're the most yes. ignorant we have ever yes. been. Yes, and that's, that's what I found. And the book of Hebrews talks, Hebrews talks about that. The writer of yeah. Hebrews addresses the people. He said, you know, I can't teach you anything else because you guys don't know the basic elementary principles. Yes. The, six, the six doctrines, which is what? Uh, yes. They don't, know what, they don't know what Christ. you don't know what uh, uh, the, the baptism you don't know you know he lists yep. you don't know what these yep. are that's right and that's what that's i right. and i'm going to be honest with you that's where we are that's yep. where we are repentance from dead works and faith toward god yeah that's yeah. what that's we are learning right now in our lives and we've had to yeah. start all over again because we were uh yeah. whether we learned it wrong or whether we were taught wrong is irre uh, irrelevant yeah. you know that's where we are and that's what we are imparting to others in our ministry now and just getting back to the gospel you know um and and that you know what it's transforming our own lives and i just want to say this what's that some people go well where can we find true christianity well you have to ask your church some questions are you a 501c3 oh you did not go there no you did not go there i'm sorry <laughs> I'm Go sorry, sir. Talk about it. I talk about it. Okay, well, I, just real briefly, people don't understand it's a tax exempt status for the government mm -hmm. that allows you tax exempt. It gives you freedom to to take funds and appropriate it the way you feel necessary. And and, and really, to go back to what Veronica was talking about, the, the the dividing God's word. It's you know it, the denominations, right? Denominations is part of that five hundred one c three ministry thing. Because denominations, what they do is it's my opinion of the Bible, right? So there may be one scripture that you and I don't agree on. Okay, well, you know what? I'm going to stop my own church. Now it's come to the Baptist. Now comes the this. Now, and the body of Christ is so divided in America because we're capitalists. It's called capitalism. Money. Merchandising. Okay? That's what yeah. the church is in America. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Okay, we've fine. changed, we've changed, the, they've changed the gospel in order to sell the product. So let me go to the 501 you know? C3. And that's what I need to explain that, honey. 501 C3 is a government church organization. That's what is titled by the IRS. So and if you're under a 501 C3, a lot of them don't know that. They think they have to have that in order to, you know, but but no. No. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Jesus right. said, Jesus said, render to Caesar what is Caesar's, give to God what's God's. Jesus had no affiliation with the government. And what we do in Church of America is we partner with the world. And James talks about in four, if you're if you love the world, you're an enemy with God. That's right. That's right. Okay, so in other words, you are now partnering with the world with your 501c3 tax status. Okay, and the thing is, is that people won't give. I've, I've heard this. They won't give unless they get a tax refund. That's not true. So you're giving to get rather than giving to give. Jesus said, just give. That's right. He didn't say give tithes. He didn't say give 10%. He said, just give. And don't give grudgingly. Mm -hmm. Okay, give from your heart. You, we need people to give to the church, That's to right. the body of Christ. 
the true body of Christ, not the imposters. How do you, how do you think they get their Bentleys and their Learjets? And I mean, come on, people. We're in an age where these people are being finally exposed for who they really were. Okay, and we're, and we're all shocked. Oh, whoa, whoa, they, they, whoa, they're fake. No kidding, because you don't read your Bible. That's right. Okay, again, the 501c3, if you're under that, you're under the government. You're not under God. You need to get rid of So you ask your pastor, are you 501c3? There's one question. That's just one. I go, you know, we don't have all day to talk about all the ones that I'm that's, sorry. Yeah, that's <laughs> but I mean I just wanted to touch on that. Yes. That's a very important point in where you go to church. Yes. And they'll give you some excuse. Oh, but oh, but we give to this. No, you're not giving anything because the government's giving you the funds to give it to them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's you're that's robbing true. yes, you're robbing people. That's the truth. There needs right. there, there there needs to be a lot of repentance. Yes, yes. All right, and a lot of um, but I believe, and I know that we see all this that's going on and that's happening. That God is raising up people in this hour. That a lot of them people I've never heard of. They're they're you know they're but they are the true authentic preachers and teachers of the gospel that are not just, that not have been appointed by man, but that have been called from Almighty God. And there's a difference. Amen. God has called you when he has put his stamp of approval on you. You know, as a minister, you're always ministering to people. I know that there, there was a lady that was appointed uh, in a church that I was at as a minister. And I, I told her, I said, she's really not a minister. Because when people are sick, she'll never call them. She doesn't, uh, she doesn't reach out to people. Wow. So there's certain quality. A minister, when you're a minister, God has put that in you. You're always thinking about people. Compassion. Right. Yeah, you're right. always thinking about people. That's you know what, what you do, whether you get paid or not. That's, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Because yep. nobody can compensate you for what it is that God has given you. And God rewards you in ways that no man ever could. He rewards you in ways that no he, he right. like I told you, God, God takes good care of me. He takes good Amen. care of me. And, you know, um, you know, so I'm not into like people manipulating people to get, don't do all that. If yes. you class, let the Lord speak to your heart. If you give something fine, if you don't, God's going to take care of his people. He's going to take right. care of, He's going to take care of you. So, you know, it's a whole lot to it. And I know that you all are aware. No, that's one of the reasons why I wanted your voices to be heard because sometimes people, um, you know, they may, it's different when you've experienced it and you've been and you've seen it, you know, face to face that, you know, you're a lot more credible as opposed to maybe me talking, you know, about what I have, you know, but being there witnessing, I'm aware. And I know that a lot of stuff is going on and um, it's happening. And yes, we are in the last of the last days because you know, right. we've been in the last days for 2000 years. The Pentecost is when it started, but we are in the, we are in the last of the last days. And, you know, it's so very vital that people realize that and understand and understand that and don't get caught up into the things of this world, but to keep our eyes on Jesus, to Amen. keep our eyes on Jesus. So in closing, would you all please just give a final word of encouragement? Veronica, you may want to do that because Angelo, he may, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, whichever one of you two <laughs> want to. Um, Give just a final word of encouragement for the listeners, and also uh, let the let the listeners know where they can find you. You guys are on social media. Um, you guys are uh, you have a website. You have some projects that are, that are yeah. out that are coming out. So just give them all that information so they can know how to connect with you all. Yeah, yeah. Well, I will say that I will share that first. Because um, if not, I will forget. Um, our website is angeloandveronica.com and they can get all of our music there the new album back to the gospel they can um uh, purchase my book uh how i made it out alive and uh, that's my personal testimony and also the we have some new christmas music as well at, mm -hmm. and we have music at, in the digital stores as well um and our minute our online ministry if they want more information about that that's higher place church Dot com 
and we do a, a Facebook Live uh, each Sunday at, uh, uh, right now it's at 2 p.m. So, um, but really I just, yeah, I, I do, I do wanna encourage the people of God right. to really continue to seek God. Seek his faith. Seek God, don't, don't seek out a, a, a preacher, don't seek out a singer, don't seek out even a church, seek the Lord and he will, he will direct you to yes. the right people. Seek the Lord, seek his word. All right, seek that wisdom and that understanding from the word of God. Um, I know that the fear is, is, is crippling right now. Mm -hmm. Fear is crippling yeah. the people. The lies are, are deceiving the people. And again, the only way to um, our only um, antidote for lies the only cure for lies is truth. That's right. The truth of God's word. Okay. God wants it. You, you, again, you mentioned the book of revelation a couple of times. God wants his people to repent. That's right. Amen. God wants his people to repent. Amen. Whether it's sexual immorality, whether it's idolatry, whether it's living by fear instead of living by faith. That's good word. Okay. And, and again, only the Holy Spirit can convict your heart. So I pray for the conviction of the Holy Spirit to come upon his people. Because you know what? In, in really uh, bad and difficult times, the people of God still thrive. That's right. The people of God still thrive. When Pharaoh was uh, trying to murder the little baby boys, the midwives had the fear of the Lord. And they said, no let them live mm -hmm. so the the so as pharaoh was oppressing the people and he was a taskmaster as he was oppressing the people the people of god were thriving and becoming more yeah. so we are gonna we have the opportunity to become greater and brighter you know in these very very dark times so i'm just i know that that god is during this pandemic God has been blessing Angelo and Veronica mm -hmm. tremendously. And, and I can't even begin to, to tell you uh, what the Lord has done for us, but God's people should be thriving in, this, in these times. So it's a matter of getting connected with him and worshiping him in spirit and in truth. So run, run, run to the Lord. Yeah. Run, 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 and open that Bible. You know, so, and speaking of the pandemic, and speaking of this, where the country, where the devil was leading us, in Revelations uh, 18 talks about pharmaceutical. Mm -hmm. That's that's where the world wants to keep you drugged. That's right. They want to keep you numb, and that's what praise and worship has done to the church. Is numbed it. There ain't no power in it because the people leading it are not. They're li living in sin. Mm -hmm. How can how can you be ministered to if sin abounds? In, in Come on. That's, that's the truth. That is the truth. You know what? It's not picking picking on people. It's not making you feel. No. The truth stings and it hurts. Mm. And we had to see it personally for ourselves. And I hope and pray that you got something out of today other than a couple of singers. Okay? It's more than that. It's, it's Jesus. That's it's right. Jesus we want you to get. Salvation, your soul matters. The Veronica wrote a song, I Cry for Your Soul. So on the Back to the Gospel album, listen to that song. I cry for your soul. Yeah, yeah. If I could just lead the people in a prayer yeah, for salvation, because I'm not going to ever, we're never going to assume that people, uh, just because they call themselves Christians, that they are truly saved. That's right, that's right. So we just right. Want, I just want to lead them into a short prayer, because this is what we, uh, a part of the Back to the Gospel is we put a prayer at the end of the album. Um, and so I just wanna just lead people into a short prayer. Uh, Father God, we just thank you. Yes, Because you provided your son as a living sacrifice. And um, I thank you for Jesus Christ who shed his blood at the cross. He was crucified, he was buried, and he rose again on the third day. Yes. 
we receive the gospel of Jesus Christ because Jesus said, repent and believe the gospel. This is the way to salvation. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by him. So God, so we repent. We repent to you, O oh God, for all of our sins. We confess our sins to you right now. And we thank you that the blood of Jesus washes away all of our sins. We receive all that you did. You said it is finished. It is paid for. That debt that we owe is paid. And I just thank you. Yes. Yes, Father God. And um, God, not we are not saved by our good works. We are saved uh, by grace through faith in Christ Jesus alone. And we receive that gift, that free gift of eternal life right now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. John Amen. 3, 16 says it. If you Amen. believe, if you believe, just believe God's word, then you'll be saved. Believe it today. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Paula. Thank you both. Thank, thank you, you both. so much for being us. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm sorry that Veronica took so long. <laughs> no, you guys did great. I just thank God for you both. And, um, be sure to check out their website. Check them out. Be sure to support them. Like I said, these two, they are the real deal. Speaking truth, not compromising, and believing God for the harvest and expecting Jesus to return. Don't ever forget the words in Romans 10, 17, that faith comes by hearing Amen. and hearing by the word of God. God bless you. Right. Bless you too. All right. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Be sure to share this episode with someone in your life. Also, share on your social media outlets. And I would love for you to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and be sure to subscribe to my new YouTube channel. You can find the links to all my pages by visiting my website at www.paulacornette.weebly.com. God bless you and hope that you will take time to listen again soon. Thank you.